Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You got it all done so far? Read your Bible? You've been praying? Did you pray for us, by the way? We like to be on your prayer list there. And that you're serving in some area? You need to keep active all the time. Got a lot of Christian friends? Stick close to them and be in a good Bible-believing church. It's the program that wins every time, my friend. It's the patent top five there. Thanks so much for being here for the program today. Got some interesting things coming your way. Call a friend, tell him he's on the air right now, and we'll be grateful in advance. And as always, I think I love you. What in the world is going on? Did you vote yesterday? You know, Fort Wayne is almost 300,000 people, and yet uh, less than 50,000 voted here. What's wrong with this picture? It's a real honor afforded you to be able to make some decisions, provided these people don't cheat and, well, you know where that's coming from. Anyway, you need to vote. You need to be involved in the things of this old world as a Christian. For evil to triumph, good men, good women, don't do anything. You can't ignore it in the new America flood of evil. What a sad reality it is next door here in Ohio. They voted to enshrine the right to murder babies into its constitution there in Ohio. What a shift. What is happening in this country? This was partially carried forward by an unlikely contingent. Now get this. 25% of white evangelicals, according to the new exit polls conducted by the Washington Post. This is crazy. An alarmingly high minority within the evangelical community, by their ballot casting, have signaled a real disturbing paradigm shift in the moral language of the church in America today. You don't even recognize it. In the face of a vote like this, you've got to question the influence of, well, leadership in Christianity today. So many pastors, you're going to answer to God for this, steering people in a pro-life narrative from that to a path toward compromise and concession and abortion. Oh, it's not that bad. Just unbelievable. I don't know. Did it work or not? Democrats will retain control of the Virginia State Senate and flip the State House of Delegates from Republicans. That, according to the Associated Press, despite GOP Governor Glenn Youngkin's attempt to win total GOP control. They're projecting at least 21 Democrats have been elected to the State Senate. 51 Democrats have been elected to the State House of Delegates. It's Unclear how strong the Democratic majority will be in each chamber. And they say, oh, this is it now. This just shows in 2024, it's all over for the Republicans. Bah humbug. So what barometer are they using? The winner of the Kentucky governor's race. That's predicted which party is going to win the presidency the following year. And it's happened for the last five election cycles. You think? That's got to be great news for Sleepy Joe, who's been going down the toilet the last few weeks. Huh? While celebrating victories in Kentucky and Ohio last night, also receiving <laughs> more horrible poll numbers. Oh, yeah, he's going to be president again, all right? 
They saved down there in Kentucky. Bashir's pathway to victory came thanks partially to the fact that he comes from Kentucky political royalty. His daddy is the former Democratic governor. He was first elected in 2019, a race that predicted Biden's 2020 win. The race was expected to be close because he and Lieutenant Governor Jacqueline Coleman are the only Democrats currently elected anywhere statewide. So Kentucky does it right. They have Mitch McConnell, right, at Rand Paul and went for former President Donald Trump by around 26 points over Biden in 2020. And who was he running against? Who was that Republican? Well, it was Attorney General Daniel Cameron. He was on a history-making trek there as a candidate for the GOP, and he would have been Kentucky's first black governor ever. Well, the cry from Israel could easily be, in every generation, they rise up to destroy us. You know, shortly after Hamas terrorists fired, what, 5,000 rockets from Gaza into Israel there on October the 7th, and, and then they proceeded to attack the Jewish state by land, sea, air. They tortured, they burned, they beheaded, they murdered about 1,400 people, women, children, babies, wounding and abducting hundreds more. World reaction was, in its own way, almost equally shocking. For after the biggest one-day massacre of Jews since the Holocaust, what followed was an outpouring of celebratory demonstrations, unbridled Jew hatred going on today here in America, deliriously gleeful support for these demon-led murders, and bitter condemnation of the nation of Israel. Israel's the bad guy. And not just in the Arab Muslim world, but throughout the Western world, like here in the United States of America. How in the world could this possibly be? After all, it's one thing to comprehend the evil motivations and the actions of this Islamic death cult. People who are brainwashed from the time they're born to regard the butchering of Jews as some sort of a glorious religious duty that must be carried out and enthusiastically anticipating their own eventual martyrdom for that cause. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. How does one explain this wildly pro-terrorist, anti-Jewish reaction here? Non-Muslim people raised in traditionally Judeo-Christian societies like the United States, Great Britain, Western Europe. For here, it's the new America, a flood of evil. Consider that shortly after Hamas's appalling mass torture murdering spree, it happened at Cornell University. We talked about it before. 21-year-old Patrick Dye posting on social media using the pseudonym Jew Genocide threatened to stab and slit the throat of Jewish males on campus to rape and throw off a cliff Jewish females and behead Jewish babies in front of their moms and dads, according to court records. This is not demon-led. This is demon shot through and through. This guy also threatened to bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all the pig Jews. Wow, such a sick, sick society you and I are living in. You can't ignore it. You can't excuse it. It's where you live. It's called the New America. Hey, this guy wasn't alone at Cornell. The professor there, Russell Rigford, praised this mass terror attack at a pro-Hamas rally. It was just exhilarating. It was exhilarating, energizing, he insisted. 
as he told the crowd, from river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That's a real popular phrase, meaning the total annihilation of Israel. How stupid, but how real this war between God and Satan is. What is happening in the world today? We could go from university to university and talk about this for the next couple of hours just on information that we have. Well, let me, let me close this one out. There's one area of agreement that is so very powerful and deep-seated and all-consuming that all the country believes in this. Both camps, those in America, the jihadists, both camps demonically possessed and angry from these terrorists to the deranged far-left radicals in America hate Christians. They hate people who believe in the Bible. Both Islamic and Marxist true believers are possessed by a deep, intense, abiding, and all-consuming spiritual hatred of Almighty God and everything that he represents. As the saying goes, the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Pray about this one. I know you are. Probably going to go this way after justices heard arguments for the United States versus Rahimi yesterday. They appeared ready to uphold a federal law that allows the government to disarm people under restraining orders for domestic violence. Even some of the conservative judges who all voted last year to expand people's rights to carry firearms in public signaled they're open to preventing abusers from owning a gun. Business news, the Chinese fast fashion retailer, as they called Shine, uh, they told potential investors that it's targeting that valuation of its eventual U.S. initial public offering coming soon. People familiar with the matter told Bloomberg that they're looking at a $90 billion valuation. They say that's much higher than the $66 billion at which it was valued in a funding round earlier this year. After its e-commerce sales have skyrocketed during the pandemic, they since faced competition from other Chinese retailers and scrutiny over its supply chain practices. So, are they worth $90 billion? Not exactly sure what this one is all about. Following YouTube's global crackdown now on ad blockers, users are uninstalling the programs like <laughs> they're changing their underwear. It's moving. The company started restricting ad blockers earlier this year as a small a little experiment there and later confirmed to The Verge that it's expanding the initiative, hoping to motivate people to cough up 14 bucks every month to use YouTube Premium. Oh, yes, it's the way life goes, right? Oh, how about this one? Do you ever drink an energy drink? Never had one in my life, but I guess people do. A new champion is rising through the ranks of beverages that make you feel like you're ready to run through a brick wall. Energy drink maker Celsius posted its third straight quarter of triple-digit earnings. They are a monster of the world's fastest-growing business, at least one of them. This company has exploded from a valuation of $280 million four years ago to almost $14 billion today. What else is happening? A meta whistleblower, Facebook, told Congress that the company ignored real clear warnings about the harm on social media platforms that was posing to teenagers. You bunch of liars.
New Delhi will temporarily restrict the use of vehicles to mitigate dangerous air pollution levels in that Indian capital. Authorities are investigating a sad killing in Los Angeles. Authorities are investigating after a Jewish man there was killed during an altercation at a, well, a dueling pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian rally. And the U.S. credit card balances have jumped to a record $1.8 trillion, according to the New York Fed. Do you have a credit card? We were so far in debt at one time. When I got saved, I think we were $17,000 in credit card debt with just, just one credit card. Thank you, Lord, for changing things around there. And I'm not sure. I may have to resurrect it. I was talking with uh, Mike Gillen. He's a talk show host down in Gainesville, Florida. He interviewed us yesterday on our life and on our new book and all kinds of things. And at one point, he said, you're General Patton. Can I call you General Patton? I may have to assume that moniker again. Used it back in the rock and roll days. And, uh, hey, we're leading this Christian army in a lot of ways. And Yeah, General Patton. I don't know about that. A reminder, one way to heaven, only one way. No Pope, no priest, no Peter, no Mary, no Allah, no Krishna, no Islam, no Muhammad, no Buddha, no Dalai Lama, no Confucius, no, no, no. Only Jesus Christ. What else? It's Satan's greatest lie. Oh, think with me here for just one moment. You have plenty of time to get right with God. What a lie. It's right. Time is like a river. You can't touch the same water twice because the flow that has passed will never pass this way again. Enjoy every moment of your life. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Could I remind you how valuable you are? I'll say again, talking with Mike Gillen down in uh, Gainesville yesterday. He's uh, 70 years old, spent 35 years in secular radio, saved and serving Jesus now on a Christian network. And uh, we were just exchanging thoughts back and forth. I'm six years older than him. And I was just talking again because I think one of their big transmitters is right outside the largest contingency of senior citizens in America, the village down in Florida. Just saying how important older people are, like you, maybe. Yeah, the gray hairs, we're supposed to go to them. You have a lifetime of experiences that you can share with a younger generation that, hey, in 2023, desperately needs what you have to say. So regardless of where you are today, you are desperately needed. God still got you on this earth, so use what he has given you for others. You'll never be happier. Well, I've enjoyed sharing these thoughts about Jesus is the answer. What is your question? We've been talking about it all this week. We started out uh, on Monday, wasn't it? Where I told you Jesus is the answer to our broken relationships with God. You can hear that, by the way. Go to gregpatton.com. That program is available along with others for the last several years. And then we talked yesterday about Jesus is the answer for what? Our guilty conscience. Sharing that even if we are saved, we still sin and experience a a temporal consequence of that sin. 
And we also said that Jesus is the answer to broken relationships that you might have with others, reminding you that when Adam and Eve sinned, not only did they break their fellowship, their relationship with God, they damaged their relationship with one another. You can read all about that, my friend, in Genesis chapter 3. For you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Jesus Christ. This is Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. For all who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For all are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you're Abraham's descendants, heirs to the promise. Jesus instructed his followers to love one another humbly and sacrificially. John chapter 13, he prayed that we might have unity as his followers. John 17, a unity embraced by the early church, Acts 8, Acts 10. And because you've received forgiveness in Jesus Christ, you can forgive others today. Jesus is the answer for any relational turmoil that's going on in your world. And then he's, and this is a good one because we think our life is so important. He gives you the answer to a meaningless existence. The writer of Ecclesiastes bewails how meaningless our worldly pursuits are apart from Almighty God. When you're spiritually dead, life is empty. It can be depressing. Nothing in this world will fully satisfy the deepest longings of your heart, according to Psalm 73:25. But, oh, good news, in Jesus Christ, you have a purpose. He said, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and they might have it abundantly. I love that, John 10:10. 10, 10. Is your life abundant today? Are you excited about being alive today? Can you say no matter what state I'm in? May God be glorified in my life. The Christian life is supposed to be a fruitful life. We're invited to be a part of God's work in this world, tasked with the sharing of the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and making disciples according to Matthew 28, 18, 19, and 20. And you can do nothing, zippo, apart from Jesus Christ. But in him, my, oh my, you can bear much fruit, can't you? John 15, 5. And then think about this. Jesus is the answer to what? My worries, my doubts. I have them all the time, do you? If you're living in this old world and you're a normal human being, this is you. Life involves trouble, hardship. With hardship comes worrying and fears and doubts, if you let it. Jesus told his people, his followers, I've told you these things so that you may have peace in this world, you're going to have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Thank you, Jesus. John 16, And he reminded us of God's love and care. Matthew 6, 24 through 33. And also he gave us the Holy Spirit to live with us forever. John 14, John 16. Jesus is the very reason you're not alone today. No, you're not. Jesus is the answer to human life, a life that is, uh, well, existing in a broken old world today. Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. My Jesus gives peace, and he equips all of us to endure and even, oh, rejoice in what? In hardships. Maybe you're there today. Bless your heart. This is James chapter 1. Read verse 2, 3, 4, and 5. 
And Jesus is the answer to all the problems in the world. And do we have them today? Wow. Experience tells us that the world is broken. It is. It's need of real desperate repair. And sometimes the, the brokenness is obvious. You can see it. You can hear it. Well, Jesus, he's the answer to that brokenness. He has a plan to fix a broken world. The government's going to be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, will there's going to be no end. He'll reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this, my friend. World peace, it's elusive, it's a goal for this old torn world, but one day Jesus is going to do it. He's going to set things right, and the Prince of Peace will rule with true justice, ushering in a time of blessing and bounty that the world has never seen, Isaiah 11. Revelation 21 predicts a new heaven, a new earth. Look, God's dwelling place is among us, the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he's going to wipe away all those tears. Maybe you shed today. Going to wipe those out of your eyes. No more death. No more mourning. No more crying or pain. For the old order of things has passed away. Revelation 21. The day's coming when the world's problems are going to be solved. Yes, they are. Everything going to be made new and peace is going to reign. And this is because of Jesus Christ. We eagerly await his return. Look up today. He could come at any time, trusting that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. And some, well, they understand slowness. Instead, he's patient with you. You know that, don't you? Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Second Peter 3, 9. So no matter what our individual needs are, Jesus is the answer for every question you will ask ever. And he promises a better future to come for you and me. I love this message. And where does it all start? It starts with salvation. Are you ready today? Are you ready to make that decision to say, God, I, I know that you are God. I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. And I invite Jesus Christ into my life to rule and reign now and forever. It's called salvation. For whosoever, that would be you, shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why not do that today? I've been with the Lord almost 50 years. What a fantastic adventure this has been. You can do it today. Just ask him to forgive you of your sins and invite Christ into your life. You'll be saved today. And finally, the radio show's over here, so I'm going to uh, go outside and stand. So if anyone asks, I'm outstanding. <laughs> I don't know. It sounded good. I'm done. Had to say for another day. You ordered your copy of our book yet? Don't forget, if you're a regular supporter, monthly supporter of Greg Bat Ministries, you get a freebie. You want more? Get in touch with me. Otherwise, invisiblewarandthesaints.com to get your copy of our 
new book. It will be a blessing to you. Want to hear past programs? Go to gregpatton.com. They've got them all archived there for the last few years. Isn't that something? We're grateful for the opportunity. And you join me. You have been more and more every day. Greg Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, General Patton. The floodgates are opening on Facebook. I, I need a friend to get in touch with me today. That's the way it is. For Wednesday, November 8th, 2023, I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.